1: the crap with a heart of gold. It's Ken Oath. Now, people complain, apparently, they complain that this show lacks, what did they say? It lacks diversity. This from a left-wing website run by some privileged self-sourcing smart who have never done a day's work in their lives. But let me address this by simply stating that all calls are welcome. All callers are equal And we get calls here from all around New Zealand, from people of all colours, white, brown, darker brown, yellowish. And we get ladies, gents, even tangata whenua. Isn't that right, Tain?
2: It's Tani.
1: Well, yes, but hang on. I don't say Paris, do I? I say Paris. But let's not get off to a bad start. This is your time. What's in your grey matter, Tain, eh?
2: Well, Ken, I reckon 80% of your calls are from white men. But when I last checked, white fellas only make up 30% of the population. So I guess those trendoids on the internet who point out the lack of diversity on your show have a point. Hey,
1: let's say for argument's sake we we don't have enough female calls. Should we cut more men off so that the woman can get a go? Should we employ some affirmative action?
2: And it's not a bad idea. You know, on the mudai we have a saying. Aha, call here it's the headphoneamu. Even though it's small. Thanks,
1: Tony. We'll do just that. Uh, Let's uh, go to Anna from Christchurch. See, we do get around the country. Uh, She's a lady. How diverse. Go ahead, caller.
2: It's Annabelle, Ken. I
1: stand corrected, Annabelle. Now,
2: Ken, I have a bone to pick with you, my dear. Some of your callers, like the last chap, Tani, are very hard to understand. And I fear that you have let the standards of your radio Cessium. Slipped to such a point that anyone, regardless of intellect, seems able to join the fray. Is that right? Yes, and I've made a list.
1: <clears throat> oh, goody.
2: Last month, I noted that you used infer five times when imply was the word called for. On no less than 17 occasions, you have used the word kids when you mean children. A kid as you should well know, is the term set aside for the offspring of goats. And I doubt that many of your callers have an interest in the management of ruminants or the merits of inflicting capital punishment on unruly angora.
1: Well, Annabelle, for the purpose of clarity, I'm assuming that the angora you have in mind is the goat and not the rabbit. And I, infer that you're talking about my suggestion that we should bring back capital punishment to sort out the plague of unruly, mongrel kids smashing businesses and corner shops while dressed in hoodies like the mindless thugs they are.
2: Yes, darling. The problem being, of course, that some of your more educated listeners may wonder if people have dressed up young goats in urban street fashion. As one may attach a small Macintosh to a Scottish terrier. You see, clarity is important. Without that, we're lost.
1: So you're in favour of beating these human children, these homo sapiens. Is that clear enough for you?
2: Yes, you are correct in that assumption. And, of course, my friends and I, the coffee ladies, we favour the severe beating of children and so far as we subscribe to the maxim, spare the rod and spoil the child. It's not spare the rod and spoil the young goat, is it, Ken?
1: I suppose not.
2: We lived through a hell of a time down here. And quite frankly, if we hadn't kept a firm hand on our children, they might well have been goats.
1: I'm sure earthquakes must take a terrible toll.
2: Oh, look, I slept through the whole damn thing. But now we have the appalling parking options at Ballantyne's. Worse still, the taggers have been empowered to call themselves street artists. You see the most frightful graffitis all over time. I mean, it's nearly as bad as Auckland. Seems like any half wet with a paintbrush is given a the ground these days. We stopped buying lottery tickets. You know that's where the money goes. Look, I have to go. The gardener's arrived. I can't talk all day. Go ahead, caller.